<laughs> I love it. <laughs> Hello, I'm Pete Can, laughter leader, positive thinker, and entrepreneur. And you're listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete, where each week I'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier, more positive life. Ready? Let's go. I'm here with Mike Forrester from Canada, who is a mental health advocate, a recreational therapist, laughter yoga leader, laughter yoga teacher, and a laughter yoga ambassador. He's also the founder of Laughing Off Life. I think that's about right, isn't it, Mike? That's right. Perfect. So, Mike, thank you very much for, well, second take. We'll, we'll see how we get on. <laughs> so, um, what basically, we, we, let's just start off with a little bit about, about yourself, really, and how laughter came into your life. Okay. So, thanks again, Pete, for uh, taking the time out of our busy schedules. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like you said, I am a recreation therapist. So, what that entails is I basically work with clients, uh, individuals or groups. I figure out what their goals they want to work on. And the main quality is to improve quality of life um, through recreation and leisure. So um, at the time, um, October 2016, I was was running our seniors outreach program at the time. um, And I was given the opportunity through my supervisor to... to, um, take this two-day certified laughter yoga leader training, which um, I wasn't interested, to be honest, at first. Um, So I asked, like, are you going to pay for this? And they said, of course, we're going to pay. So I said, sure. Every training I get, I take advantage of. Um, So I I signed up for it, and the, the, the time came around, and I did the training. Perfect. And and what was your initial thoughts when you um they said laughter yoga? Um well d- during school, uh probably three years before this, um I heard about laughter yoga in school during my program. Um and I I wasn't it didn't hit me. I, I didn't want I didn't want anything to do with it. I thought it sounded ridiculous. Um it wasn't something I think I thought I could do. Um but that Back, going back a bit, um, me being a mental health advocate, the reason I am a mental health advocate is because I've lived with um, anxiety and depression for since probably I was seven or eight years old that I can remember. Um, so... I forget where I was going with that. That's right. <laughs> um, so me being... <laughs> me being an in. ADHD as well. So I get lost in <laughs> thoughts, but no, I was saying, um, <laughs> so, <that's fine. laughs> so, so what, what, what I was saying, so, so my background is being diagnosed with, uh, anxiety and depression. Me being at the time, very pessimistic, very negative, not, didn't have an open mind about a lot of, a lot of things. So I, I wasn't into laughter yoga. And then during when I got the opportunity to do the training, I, I had I was a little more open minded. I started doing a little more work on myself um, through, with my mental health. Um, I started practicing mindfulness and meditation. Um, so I, I I was open to do the training, but I wasn't um, 
looking forward or excited about the training, so to speak. Okay. And and so- when, sorry, I mean, I'll just touch base when, about the training um, and how I felt. But at the be like, so I did the two day training. I went the first day, um, finished the full day training. Uh, it was only two of us and the the teacher. Um, and then I went home that day, that night, and I wasn't fe- like. I wasn't like, Oh wow, I'm excited to go back the next day. It just didn't click right away. And I, and I thought to myself, how am I going to teach my seniors how to do this? If I'm not confident in uh, this, this exercise program, because that's what laughter yoga is, is an exercise program, mind body exercise program. Um, so I was the first night I went home and I was just, I don't know about this, but then I went back and I was like, you know what, let's just go back, have a little more open-mindedness about it. And during the training, uh, we laughed a lot more the second day and something just clicked while we were doing the laughter meditation. And I was, we were laughing on the floor, we were laughing with our backs to each other, with our eyes closed and just doing just a laughter meditation, free laughter, letting it flow from within us. And uh, it felt amazing. And then I remember going home that day and I just, I felt great. And that feeling actually lasted for days afterwards. So then I, I kind of really felt the benefits of laughter firsthand. I felt it. I was open and I let the laughter come out. So I really felt um, uh, the, the, the full benefits from laughing so much over the past, to, over that weekend. Um, and yeah, so I got right into laughter yoga, dove right in deep and connected with people all around the world with daily laughers, Dave Berman, um, YouTube videos, books. I, I just started researching everything and, uh, connecting with people and yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So, so you mentioned, um, that you were diagnosed with anxiety, depression, and I mean, were you on medication for that? Um, yeah, so I am currently on medication. I'll tell you my, my medication history because I was really against medication. So I also have what, what we call in Canada substance use disorder. So, um, I had an addiction to alcohol. Uh, um, I'm about 20 months sober from alcohol and I also had a past with, um, other drugs as well. Um, but so that, that's why I was worried about going on medication. So when I was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder about five, four years ago, um, I really didn't want to take medication, but it, things were just getting worse. Um, I did try other therapies. I went and talked to counselors. Um, I started meditation, mindfulness, as I said, which took me a while to really um, see benefits from that. Um, so at first I was really against the medication. I thought I would, uh, become dependent on them or abuse them, um, just from my past, um, problems with drugs. Um, but then I, you know what, I, I researched the drug that they were going to give me. It's called Ciprolex. Um, and I, I started them and, you know, at the beginning it was rough. The, the medications made me feel like I was intoxicated and, I used the word sketchy. I was kind of all over the place and my moods were up and down. I felt like blah. I didn't have any like emotions or I had a flat effect. We call it. Um, but I stayed on them 
and it only lasted a couple weeks. I was having weird dreams as well. And, um, but I stayed on them and I stayed on them for a couple of years and I was on the medication while I started the training, uh, started laughter yoga. Um, but then I believe my years kind of are all jumbled together, <laughs> but I believe it's 2000 end of 2018. I was doing really, really well. Um, was laughing a lot. I've been laughing with my seniors group at the time. Um, I was, I had my own laughter club. I was laughing with people on Skype at the time. Um, so I, I was feeling really good, really positive. Things are going well with work. Um, I believe I was just getting sober. No, maybe not. That was the next year. Um, but anyways, we, uh, yeah, I had a rough, or no, I was having a really good year. And at the end of the year, I went off my medication um, because I thought I was doing really well. So I, I kind of stopped cold Turkey. And then I noticed a couple months later that I, these thoughts were flooding back and everything, um, everything that came into my head, I automatically thought something negative was happening. Like at the time, for example, at the time, Max, my, I think he was a year old at the time. He was really sick and we didn't know what was wrong. So like I was thinking something terminal was like, I just automatically jumped. Oh my God, he's got cancer or he's got this or that. And just like, it was driving me crazy to say the least. So I, um, I went back and talked to my doctor and so I like, I, I think I need to get back on this medication. I stopped taking it. I thought I was doing really well. So then I started back up on that probably last beginning of last year. Um, and I, yeah, been on a lower dose since then. So definitely, I don't, I don't, uh, if you're feeling good, definitely talk to your doctor first. If you're on antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication, just because there are withdrawal symptoms and there, it's, you need to be weaned off the medication first. So definitely consult a doctor first before doing anything with prescribed medication. <laughs> So, so, and then we thank you for sharing that, by the way, Mike. That's really, yeah, that's really, that's really yeah, useful. So, with um, if we go back to sort of the laughter side of things, then I mean, how how would you say? Because obviously, you mentioned laughter; it definitely enhanced your life when you started, and then you started joining the communities and everything. I mean, what what other um, things have you noticed over the sort of last few years? How laughter's enhanced? Um. Well, first the first few months that I was practicing laughter yoga, intentional laughter, I, I, I was feeling good, but I wasn't noticing like I noticed now of how much I've really changed as a person because of laughing. Um, so first of all, it's made me resilient um, with my mental health, with my substance abuse in the past. Um, it's helped me a tremendous amount with um, craving uh, my cravings for sometimes I get cravings for alcohol. I think especially with this time of year with the sun coming out, it's one of my big triggers. So not so much this year yet, knock on wood, <laughs> but um, last summer was a really tough year. Um, so I, I used laughter to kind of fight those cravings and, um, I've also got through a tough year of one year we lost four people in our family between my wife and I, and 
I got through it with laughter and I even posted a lot of videos and laughed during funeral after funerals and stuff. Just, you know, like we can get through these hard times with, with positive, pleasant emotions with letting it come from within. Right. Um, it's also made me more compassionate. I've always had a lot of compassion for people. I work with people. I work now with the homeless and people with a lot of mental health issues, a lot of addiction issues, a lot of traumatic pasts, um, brain injuries, just a lot of different people. Um, so it's, I, I've always had compassion, but it, now it's just, I, I try to share laughter and my positivity, even a smile with the people I work with, with strangers that I can tell are having a bad day or they, they might need a smile or a pickup. So it, even those little things, you know, we, we really can change the world with a smile or even a laugh with a stranger. Um, it, it makes me, it doesn't make me anxious. Um, the things that used to make me anxious don't make me anxious as, as much anymore. I still get my anxious moments, but they are lower than they ever have been. And my, my anxiety and depressive episodes don't last as long because the awareness is there at a negative or not a negative, an unpleasant emotion is coming over me. So let's, let's be aware of that. And Hey, maybe if I laugh or if I just take a few deep breaths, you know, my, my chemistry, my, my, um, my mind body connection will be more balanced and won't be so, um, all mind. <laughs> yeah. 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 If I start to laugh or I start to move and ta even tapping, um, can kind of take away some of those, um, negative thoughts or emotions. Yeah. Okay. So I get um. So with um. Just going back to again. So you, so you mentioned that you, you and your wife lost a few family members, and you, you were laughing after funerals and stuff. And obviously, if people are listening, they might just be thinking that's a, just a bit, bit not weird, strange. I don't know. But like, do you want to just go through that that feeling and why? Sure. You did? Good question. Very good question. Um. <sighs> So, for example, um, my aunt passed away in the summer, I think it was 2018, and, or 17, and I, at first I didn't really, we were, my, my aunt and I weren't very close, but, um, ever since we like I was a teenager we like I saw them every year every birthday of my my cousins Christmases birthdays we were always together but then as we I grew older we didn't we weren't connected as much so when she, my aunt passed away um it I it, it was weird I didn't feel the sadness I, th I thought I should have felt um because grief is just totally different for everybody every and then i realized that that year every death you hate you react differently um you grieve differently so this i think this is the third third death that year so i, I might have been i might i was just like numb to like death that year but i remember going in and talking to my aunt saying my final goodbye she had als lou gehrig's disease um and I, and all I, I i was crying but I, I, I was trying to make it positive and I, and I like, I, I made a joke 
and we, we both laughed and you know like that was something i would never do i, I would i probably would never even went in there and talked to her but i knew going in there i was going to use laughter to kind of you know it's not just for me but for her you know like this i couldn't even imagine going like what was going on through her her head so that's one example and then later on in that year my one of my very close clients passed away he was he had alzheimer's um so i worked with him for almost four years and grew very attached to this gentleman um really inspired by him we laughed a lot together i did laughter yoga with him a lot during our sessions in the car i have some videos with him on my facebook um and i was asked to be a pallbearer for this gentleman which is like the, the the president of my company reached out and said, Mike, this is like a tremendous honor. You should be very proud of yourself. Like in my 30 years, I've never heard of this ever, like a client asking for their rec therapist to be a pallbearer. Right. So just that right there was, I was amazing, but I, I was, I was a little anxious about that brought some anxiety. Like did I deserve this? And I, that was briefly brief, but I, I embraced it. And that funeral was very tough. Um, they had, a, it was a beautiful funeral. They had a lot of pictures and I knew George, his name was George. I knew him and I knew about him, but just seeing the pictures of his past and I was crying that whole wedding and I'm just getting emotional to think of it now, but I went right home and I did a laughter session in my kitchen and I, I always remember it and just, I was crying through that session and again, not to promote myself, but on my Facebook page, I have a video of it and you can see my face is red and I was crying and I, tr I, I gave a tribute in that video to my client and yeah, I just, stuff like that just kind of got me through those dark times and, and it's, it, we, we can experience some unpleasant times, but we can also choose to laugh and, um, with positive words, even, you know, and emotions. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And it's, a, so they do say that laughing and crying is quite a similar um, emotion as well, isn't it? And think of use of the breath and everything. And it's a hundred percent. And it, yeah, like, and if you ever noticed when you get into a deep laughing fit with someone, or if you even remember playing around with cousins or having a, one of those sleepovers when you're seven or eight, you know, and you're just laughing all night long and you like, that's what you, um, that's, yeah, that's what you were trying to get at. Um, sorry, I got trailed off. I was trying to think of what was the question again. I was thinking about my seven and eight year old sleepovers. And <laughs> uh, oh, laughing and crying. <laughs> so yeah, when we're laughing, <laughs> So when we get to that state and we're laughing so much, it usually, not always, some people might not, but it will turn into crying. And same thing, if you cry a lot, like some people do at a, at a funeral, that's where a lot of crying takes place. Even weddings sometimes, you know, people laughing or crying so much that it actually turns into laughter as well. And the tears are the same, I think, I believe. I'm not too sure about the chemical I think it is the state we use the same tear glands and it's uh, interchangeable. So there's a big connection between crying and laughing, right? Nice. And if you read that laughter, I think that's where you got it from is uh, <laughs> and that good heart. Yeah. Um, it's so true. 
that uh, they're very similar emotions, right? But we, yeah. but we 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 as humans tend to label it as a good or bad, right? But it's just an emotion. It's just like the they all they all inter. Um, there's not like negative, like unpleasant and there's unpleasant, like sadness and anger, but it's a continuum kind of thing. Right. So we're happy. We're joyful. We're super excited. Then we get down and we come up. It's kind of like a roller coaster. It's just a bit like a COVID lifestyle. I think that road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, Here um, we are. Oh, we're yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that I've noticed, and my wife picked up on this week. Actually, it's just like you know, one day you're up, Pete. The other day you're you're down, and it's sort of it's trying to find that 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 even kill, really. But um, we'll get through yeah. it. It'll be fine. And if you listen to this in four years' time, there was this thing that happened four years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Google 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See what didn't happen. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um so obviously during during the different um or the years that you've been practicing and teaching and um facilitating laughter sessions um have you got any that stick in your mind ah yeah there's well there's a bunch um i know one for sure i'm going to tell you but i'm trying to think of one that was fun um well, one, one that I did was an intergenerational session. So what that means is in rec as a recreation therapist, there's, there's ways to do programming. So one way is to, to combine, um, different age populations. So for instance, uh, preschool and seniors. So mixing and getting seniors or, um, a kindergarten class or a grade one class to go to a long-term care home and do a program we we've done that before with uh, in the long-term care um in the long-term care homes so what i did was i at the time i was running a seniors outreach program so i had i did laughter yoga with my seniors in a community center which where we shared our program with um we also have an early years program so the the supervisor there connected with me and she said hey why don't we do this or why don't you come and do a session with my kids so then i brought why, why don't we do it together so why don't you bring the kids and their parents so it was like toddlers so it was like one to or two to four year olds and their parents or whatever guardian they had with their with them and i think i had about four of my senior ladies come and it was just it was probably one of my harder sessions to lead just because i was newer to laughter yoga and i I just felt like I had to be leading exercises, but these kids were just in their element. And if you're, if you know, laughter yoga, one of the main um, elements of laughter yoga is a childlike playfulness. So we're trying to get back to that state where, which these kids were clearly in running around hands in the air, screaming, laughing, and I'm trying to make it all ordered at the time, <laughs> but just my seniors loved it. They, they, seniors love children they it's it brings them a lot of joy memories from their past and their grandkids when they had their children if they had children so that was one that was that really stuck at sticks out in my head um so i would love to try that again now that i'm more experienced teacher um but one the one that stuck out and we, we talked about this the other day um 
was I was hired from a, a woman who she has her own cancer uh, business where she supports people who, who are in stage three or four cancer. She helps caregivers um, with resources and support. Um, so she, she, I was referred to her by somebody and she reached out and asked me um, if I would be willing to do a session for a family. The daughter reached out um, and she said, her father was just diagnosed with prostate cancer stage four um, about two or three weeks ago. Um, her daughter, the daughter was getting married. She's, she lives in Australia. She was, she flew over for the next few months to live. He what didn't, they gave him like a few months to live. Um, so she was living there, getting married, doing it all like before he passed. Um, and she wanted to, do this. She heard about laughter yoga and she wanted to bring, she wanted to have some positive memories while he was um, passing. Um, so not the typical negative and crying and nothing, nothing, not, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's perfectly fine. But she wanted to like have a good time and just laugh and she wanted to record it um, and take pictures and at first I was, I took it right away. Um, and this is another thing that I've noticed from laughter yoga back in my, my anxiety days, I call them, I would have thought about it and thought about it. I would never, I probably would have said no, to be honest, because of how I thought about myself and I'm going to do something wrong. And I, there's no way I can do this for these people. I said, yes, right away. I knew that, she, she this was happening for a reason so i i took the gig well, i i call it a gig I, she paid me but she paid me for an hour i went to this gig not even thinking of money which i never do anyways but just i, I didn't time was not an option it was not in my mind with the session i was there for this family this was more um intimate than any session i think i'll ever do again um, so yeah, I, 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 the person who hired me, I, I asked a lot about the family. Can you give me a background stuff? They like, what's their country of origin? Just to have something in my kind of exercise, my laughter exercises for the session. Um, so yeah, I got there and the family was so welcoming. They brought me in, asked me if I wanted anything to drink or to snack on. Um, the, it was the fa the mother, the father, the daughter, the fiance, and then three neighbors, I believe, three or four neighbors, really close friends. Um, so we sat in the living room and we chatted for probably half an hour, just kind of talking about grandkids and kids and just positive, joyful things in life, what they like to do. Um, and then I kind of explained what laughter yoga was and, and then the session started and it was just so amazing. Just the laughter flow flowed so easy. I didn't have to facilitate anything. It was just, it was perfect. This family, you could tell there was so much love in this family and even the friends were so loving. Um, we, we did a lot of um, gratitude, laughter and like self loving and sending positive vibes. Um, we even put the, put um, 
the father in the center and we all blessed him with laughter and it was just a beautiful session. Um, and then we sat and we cried and we laughed and we cried and, um, yeah, I think I was there for two, two and a half hours and it was just, yeah, something I'll never forget. And just the connection I felt, um, with the family was, yeah, by far one of the best feelings I've had with laughter yoga. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that again. It's, um, yeah. And as that's a deep, deep, amazing experience. And you know, it's, yeah. Wow. Okay. I got me again. <laughs> so, so Mike, what, what would you say to anyone who wasn't sure about how laughter could help them? Um, just be open. Um, it, it is, it might be weird at first. There's very few people I've seen personally who just get it right away. You know, um, there's very few I've seen who just are natural. Um, but give it a try. Um, like I said at the beginning, I didn't like it. I thought it was weird, but something was pulling me back. And even the second time, it just felt totally different. And I felt the benefits um, for days after and then just kept kept going. And at the beginning, I felt like I was forcing my laugh. But now, three and a half years later, I can laugh like just I turn it's like a switch I can turn it on <laughs> but back then it was like I was like ah, ha, 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 trying to force it out so just be just try to let it out and uh there's no right or wrong way you know just keep coming back it's like I'm not big into AA but they, they that's what they say in meetings right they say keep coming back you know and and it does help more practice you do you you'll find the benefits of laughter showing up in your life. You won't be as stressed out. Like I, I work in a stressful environment. I have two young children, five and three years old. I have a mortgage and bills is coming out everywhere. <laughs> so, uh, you didn't see that, but I'm doing visa bill laughter. <laughs> so yeah, but, but with, since I've done laughter yoga, I, I, I kind of, the stress dissolves. Like I, I still get stressed, but I don't dwell on it. And, I can just let the stress kind of dissolve with laughter. It's not, it doesn't solve all my problems, but it will help them help my problems dissolve. Right. It's not going to eliminate my anxieties and my, my debt, you know, but, <laughs> but it'll help my, my outlook and the reaction I have to these so-called unpleasant or negative um, things in my life. So laughter can combat that very, very well. Amazing. Yeah. So, so you mentioned visa bill laughter, and this is probably a, a prime opportunity to do to your favorite laughing exercises. Now, obviously, people are listening to this, so you've got to try yeah. and explain it, which is the fun bit. <laughs> I've never done that. Okay, so why don't okay, so just for added suspense, Pete, why don't we close our eyes? Okay. <laughs> okay, so one of my favorite exercises. Um, is called, I call it stress release laughter. Um, so what we do is we hold our hands out, palms facing up, and we're going to take a long, deep breath as we're, we, we put our hands into fists and we bring our fists to our chest. Okay, so we're breathing in. And then we hold that breath as long as we can. Hold that stress in, okay? But don't let it out. 
hold that stress in as long as we can. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Ready? And then let it out with laughter. (laughs) 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 I love it. Um, can I open my eyes? Brilliant, brilliant. And and another one um, relate. I, I I relate these to mental health. Um, some some groups that I do are with mental health um, groups. Um. So this so stress release is a great one because even for everybody, everybody deals with stress in their own way in their life. So it's perfect and it's a good release. Um, so the second one is I call it negative negative to positive laughter. Okay. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna imagine a negative emotion or thought floating in the air, and then we're gonna catch it with our hands with a ha. And then we we release that negative thought or emotion into the air with a positive, with the laughter, obviously. Okay, ready? Uh So we'll do this a few times. Ready? Ha! Ha! fantastic fantastic so um the other thing obviously is part of (laughs) 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 the other thing about um, with laughter obviously there's the grounding side of things afterwards and um so what i like to do sort of now is a bit bit of a grounding meditation like a couple of minutes but i like to say first of all if you are driving or operating any heavy machinery right now it's not a good time to be meditating um so feel free just to turn mic off now that's fine (laughs) 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 and i'll just take a sit seat second as well so i don't fall over okay you want so you want me to just lead uh just a couple of minutes. Couple of minutes. Okay. All right. So yeah. So the reason we do the grounding exercises. So in a laughter session, Zoom session, online session, the, when we laugh so much, we're releasing serotonin and dopamine, endorphins. So after la- in a session, we laugh for probably fifteen to twenty minutes or more. Um, if we just left at that time, we we would be so flooded with all these happy feelings that we're going to crash eventually. So the reason we do, we're doing this, we do these grounding exercises is to kind of balance those energies out and to give us a more um, balanced energy. So we're not going to crash. So um, we do a lot of different grounding exercises. Um, but I, one I'm going to show you that we can do together is just a easy, mindful, mindfulness of breath meditation so how we start is you 
sit comfortably, or if you want, you can lay down. Um, so if you're sitting, just sit with your back straight and just relax. You can plant your feet on the ground. If you're laying down, again, try to elongate the spine. Rest your arms beside you. Oops. And just sink into the seat or the ground or cushion and just relax. And notice the natural breath. Don't try to change it. Just notice it coming in and going out. And notice with each breath, the body becoming more relaxed, the stress, the, the stress hormone, hormone cortisol lowering, our energy being calming, relaxing. Now, just bring your awareness to your body, specifically the points touching your, your chair, your seat, floor, cushion, wherever you're sitting. Just feel your body touching those spots, so your feet, your, your calves, your legs, your bottom, your back in the chair. And just feel the connection. To your environment, to the earth, to each other. Now turn your awareness to your breath. So where the breath is entering the body, so where you notice it. So for myself, notice the breath. I like to notice the breath at the nose. So feel the breath at the nostril when you breathe in. And then feel the sensations as you breathe out. In. out or if you feel more comfortable you can notice your belly rising on the in-breath and falling on the out-breath and we'll do that a couple times Now, normally we would continue doing this for five to 10 minutes, uh, but for the sake of this program, we'll just, uh, we'll take three more deep breaths and then we'll finish. We'll finish and open our eyes. Okay. So take one last deep breath or sorry, our first deep breath in through the nose. 
and breathe out nice and slow. Push all that air out. Okay, second breath, breathe in nice and deep into the belly. And exhale, slowly pushing all the stale air out. Okay, and then our last breath, start to bring your attention back to the room. Breathe out, open your eyes if they're not open, stretch. Ah. Start your car again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's brilliant. That's amazing. It's, um, yeah, the thing is, like with the meditation, it was, it was a good idea. It is a good idea because I think you're right with the, you get all those positive endorphins and the dopamine mm-hmm. and it's all just all up there isn't it and then you do need that grounding side of things so but yeah. i suppose after i started doing this i was like oh wait there actually people do drive they run they you know lots of times they're listening at the same time so um i might mm-hmm. just put the meditation at the end of the, the recording but um yeah. we'll see we can we can do things with this so um perfect so where where would you say is the best place to find you mike if someone wants to reach out to you uh facebook i have uh laughing off life is my facebook page i'm on instagram um at laughing off life um facebook is where i do a lot of my content i do a lot of videos um advertising for my trainings um laughter club updates um my contacts all there my phone number email or emails us too so mike at laughingofflife.com um yeah and i'm always and it's not just for laughter it's mental health if people are struggling um i have a lot of people that reach out and i'm very i i encourage that because i know it's helped me tremendously with my mental health um yeah, so I encourage people to reach out if they have questions about mental health as well uh, or techniques that could help them, not just about laughter. But um, Yeah, and I'm other- sure, I was going to say, I'm sure there's people that are listening to this that will, you know, maybe be sat there to going, oh, I don't know if I should. I can relate to mm-hmm. a couple of things that Mike said, but, you know, I, I've only sort of got to know you recently, but, I, you know, I, I believe that massively that, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're an approachable guy. So, uh, yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. So, so laugh, th- oh, sorry, laugh, laughingofflife.com. Um, uh, I do have a website. Um, it does have to be updated. <laughs> but uh, you can find some more information of uh, Laughter Yoga on there as well. Perfect. Perfect. So final thought then. What, what are the three things that bring you joy? <laughs> my children that's kind of an easy one right definitely my children um i don't want to say the easy one and say laughter (laughs) um you know what i'm i'm really realizing brings me a lot of joy is community um 
and and that doesn't mean where you live. That I mean that can be anywhere, and involving include including everybody into everything. You know, um, so like my laughter community is huge. Um, brings me a lot of joy. Um, laughing with people online. Uh, my work people like helping people when when they're at their worst really brings me joy. Um, so I guess compassion, like having that compassion for people really brings me joy. It really helps my recovery with substances and with my mental health. And last but not least, what brings me joy? You can't see, but the beautiful sun, I think, is I'm really noticing. Um, oh, it has such a great impact on our mental health. Um, yeah, I love it. <laughs> but laughter brings me instant joy. Um, yeah, family, friends, so many things. Gratitude. There's so many things to be grateful for and be joyful for. We can find joy in everything, you know. And laughter will will help with that 100%, you know. Brilliant. Mike, thank you so much. It was um it was it was yeah, nice to get chatting again and we got we got there. No no battery failure or anything this time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Pete. I appreciate your time and I wish you luck. Thank you so much for listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete. To access today's show notes and exclusive content, please head over to petecan.com forward slash podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity. Until then, remember, if Pete can, you can. <laughs>